0: Welcome to What's Happening on the Hill. On this podcast, we'll share highlights, stories, and all the things that make Cottage Hill Christian Academy the place to be. You'll get to hear from our faculty and staff, students, coaches, alumni, and other members of the Warrior family tell about the life and the legacy of our school. Join us as we explore all the latest happenings and news on the Hill. This is What's Happening on the Hill. Welcome to another week of What's Happening on the Hill. I'm one of your hosts, Katie West. Over the last few weeks, we have been walking through the operational plans that we will be focusing on over the next five years. Our goal has been to give the warrior community a peek behind the curtain and see the lens through which we will view every decision we will make over the coming years. Today we have Mr. Brazil and campus pastor Jeremy Samplaski here with us to discuss objective number four, which is enhancing the effectiveness in spiritual development and discipleship at Cottage Let's jump right in.
1: Just like Miss West said, it's an honor to introduce our campus pastor, Jeremy Samplasky. We are blessed to have Samp on our campus overseeing our chapels, uh, grateful for his team that has been assembled to lead us in worship, uh, not only on the academy side, but at Cottage Hill Baptist Church as well, and for pouring into our West Campus students' first period each morning in chapel leadership. Mr. Samplasky disciples our high school students, and we just are thankful for his service. Well there, Mr. Samp. Thank you for joining us today. Before we dive in, uh, why don't you just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, first of all, thank you
2: for, uh, for having me. It's, a, it's an honor, certainly, to, uh, to be here. Um, You know, I I love what this school stands for Uh, just as a as a parent. You know, I've got I've got a fifth grader, got a first grader. And so, um, first of all, just as a parent, we are thankful for for you guys. We're thankful for the administration here. Mr. Brazil, we're thankful for uh, for your leadership. And and uh, we are especially thankful that, that that we go to a school where Jesus is at the center of everything that we do. Um, that tagline of, of um, just making keeping the main thing the main thing is is evident here and so we're certainly thankful for that but um, yeah I I, uh, I serve a, I guess in a handful of different roles um, and and you'll have to kind of forgive me if I'm not you know fully coherent we're, we're, we're now just just coming off of Easter and uh, and I'm a little bit worn out so uh, you know trying to gather my thoughts and, and get everything going again but uh, you know I uh, I serve as the worship pastor of course at the church uh, but then in addition I give to to serve here at the school as the uh, campus pastor and you know it's kind of a long roundabout uh, way that I ended up in this role but it's a, it's a role that fits me perfectly I love students I love pouring into the uh, the next generation um, I love seeing the next generation really begin to step out and live the live out the calling um, uh, that the Lord has on their lives and so I just get to uh, to be a part of seeing that happen on a, on a daily basis I love being being hands-on I love being where the kids are and so the fact that I get to wake up and, and start my day Monday through Friday, here you know early in the morning with with a bunch of high school students is is the greatest thing so
1: thank you sam we we do appreciate you sir uh i know why the students love you so much uh you're relational uh you have a servant's heart um and and at the end of the day man you you don't just talk it brother but you also walk it and we're blessed to serve alongside you each day uh, just like you heard, uh, our next objective we're going to discuss is enhancing the effectiveness in spiritual development and discipleship here at Cotta Like all other objectives we have discussed over the weeks, uh, they are fluid. And when putting together our operational plan to coincide, uh, but this one is special to us. Uh, as you heard uh, Mr. Samplasky say earlier, we get to, we get to incorporate a biblical worldview into our curriculum. And uh, what's at the ultimate importance to us at CACA is to help our students understand the importance of biblical truths for all life circumstances. And we want our students to have a deep, abiding love for Jesus and ultimately a desire to serve him.
0: That is exactly what Cata is about. Jeremy, you kind of mentioned it earlier, um, but I always remember you, Mr. Brazil saying, like, we're going to keep the main thing the main thing, no matter what. No matter what comes about, no matter what questions we have, we're keeping the main thing the main thing. And we want our community and our people to know that. So, Jeremy, will you kind of talk to us about, like, why this objective is important? To us
2: absolutely um, you know uh, getting a, a great education certainly is important uh, but we're talking about things of eternal significance uh, we want to impact the the eternities of these students and then not just the students but but through the students and through some of the other things that we get to do kind of beyond just the school day their families and then and then really even beyond that we want to make a difference within this community uh, we want to be a, a light we want to be a city on a hill um, but we we're talking about things of, of eternal significance. You know, I um this is kind of cheesy, but I remember when I was in old oh, middle school, my dad making this statement to me. He said he said, you know, Jeremy, why do you go to school? And I thought, well, you know, uh well, I want to play sports. I know that was kind of where I was at at the time, but then it was, all right, so to get a good education, so I can get into college so that I can get a good job, provide for a family. And he said, "Hey, all those things are great." He said, "But no. Like, you go to school to share Jesus, and while you're there, you might as well go ahead and get a great education. And so it's just kind of, it's Matthew 28, it's, it's you know, go and make disciples, and it's as you are going, go and make disciples. And so uh, we're just wanting to focus in on the things that that matter the most, um, eternal significance.
0: Again, this is like a huge focus sure. for Cottage yeah. Hill. What are some of the opportunities that we provide our students and our faculty members throughout the year to, again, really make this point and make it clear for our families?
2: Absolutely. Um, Well, I would, you know, I'd probably say it begins with our our chapels and our small groups. Um, You know, on both campuses, we are doing a large group chapel service uh, every other week. Um, And then, well, that's middle school and high school. Of course, our elementary students are doing chapel every single week. Uh, but in those off weeks uh, with our middle schoolers, with our, our high schoolers, we're also doing small groups. Um, and, and typically what we're trying to do with those small groups is take a, a lesson, uh, break it down and make it really uh, practical. You know, how can we go ahead and put feet to the uh, the lessons that we're learning? You know, how can we break down some of these these scriptures that we're talking about in a, in a big setting and then go ahead and apply those things to our daily lives? Um, I think it's starts there. Uh, I think also there's just an intentionality by our teachers and our staff that even as they are going about their day, teaching the curriculum that they certainly have to teach, it's how can we teach those things with a biblical worldview? How can we go ahead and look at these kinds of lessons and make sure that we are are pointing students to Jesus even as we're talking about history, as we're talking about uh, English, as we're talking about math. And you know, I know that may sound crazy, but the reality is is there are certainly opportunities for for that to take place um, but then also I think it's just it's just having teachers and staff and faculty who just care about these kids and you know I, I live by that 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 principle that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care and you know I would say that I see that all across uh, our two campuses um, we have teachers who just care about these kids and so I um, all of a sudden, kids want to want to learn the things they need to learn, but also um, these teachers and staff become primary disciplers, if you will, for uh, uh, for for these students.
0: Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned chapel. I have to say that's one of my favorite things sure. um, that a lot of parents don't really get the experience. Um, we do offer some family chapels that we invite families come join us all school is exciting, but I think one of my favorite things is like our elementary and preschool chapels. (laughs) Um, there's something so special about that. I have two nephews that are in K2 and something about them jumping around. They may not fully comprehend what is being taught, but laying that foundation and they learn that, Hey, it's fun. Like we can get in here, jump around go crazy. The teachers appreciate it to let a little energy out. I'm sure. Um, But just to hear them sing at the top of their lungs, those things matter. And the fact that we are able to lay that that firm foundation – of just the simplicity, starting so young? Well,
2: you know, I'm mostly involved, obviously, in, in middle school and high school chapels, but um, again, as a parent, and then also my, my wife is the preschool director at the church, and so she is at each and every one of those those preschool and even elementary chapels, and even just last week, I got a little video of my, my first grader who was on the stage um, helping lead out in worship, doing all of those dances, and I'm just, I'm so appreciative as a parent uh, that that foundation is being laid at such an early age, even with a with a, you know, first greater. Um so to see her in, in, in that light is uh, man I'm I'm eternally grateful.
1: It's it's very important uh for us even with our youngest warriors or, or we warriors to uh keep Christ at the forefront and uh you know introduce them uh to Christ so later on we can involve them in the ministries of the church. And I I just want to share one thing real quick and and, and kind of allude to this fact. I know Katie mentioned it earlier all school chapels, uh, we have looked for ways over the last two years to bring our entire Cottage Hill family together under one roof. And, man, we have seen the Lord move mightily during that time. Uh, you know, some things that come to mind, Spiritual Emphasis Week, uh, not this past year, but 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 the, the previous year back in uh, 22. And then, of course, coming together again this year and having a great time. Uh, together And then then the all-school Easter Chapel that we just experienced last week. Uh, you know, I, I guess from your perspective, uh, uh, Sam Plasky, please, please just kind of allude to some of that. What it's like when we can get, you know, th- this past Easter Chapel, we had kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. Our kindergartens worshipped uh, with us and then, of course, uh, stepped outside of the room to go back to their class. But what is it like when you can get all 700-plus students under one roof uh, like that?
2: Well, first of all, man, there's just a, there's an excitement and an energy. Um, you know, I love. I- you know, again, I work with with mainly middle schoolers and high schoolers, but I love that that our younger warriors have not gotten to that place of like, uh, what's that person next to me thinking about me, um, you know? And there's just kind of a no holds barred worship that takes place. It's it's genuine, it's authentic, it's real, um, and it's encouraging. Uh, and I do I think it sometimes kind of feeds up, uh, but then it's also really cool for those those younger kids to be able to look at at our at our older students and who are kind of modeling what needs to take place in that room and so uh, there is something special about it some special about getting the entire family together but 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 just you know, uh, from, from experience, I mean, just a few days ago in our, in our Easter chapel, there was a moment, you know, I was on stage leading, and uh, of course, the music is is pretty loud. I've got my, my ears in, so I shouldn't be able to hear too much of what's going on. And bleeding through my ears, I hear some elementary students just belting out some of uh, these truths that we were singing. I mean, the gospel story, just belting it out. And I finally just stopped playing. Um, I pulled my ears out, and I stood on a stage in tears. Um, Just moving to hear that these third and fourth graders, I think was the group that was sitting right there, um, just singing these truths out at the top of their lungs. And, you know, I believe the Lord was certainly honored and and glorified in that moment. And, you know, then all of a sudden we saw what he decided to do uh, when he took the rest of that chapel and just turned it a different direction. I was talking with somebody yesterday. That chapel ended up going about an hour longer than we had planned, uh, just with students on their faces at the altar. Uh, We certainly saw some salvation. Uh, but we saw students who and I had some of just the greatest conversations with students uh, coming forward saying man I need prayer for this would you pray with me about this I have this taking place and and the Lord just began to move in a powerful powerful way
1: yeah it, it was so moving to see our high schoolers and uh middle schoolers move and uh just just even the innocence uh, of our little ones uh at the altar and you know we're not going to put a time limit on those things and uh that's one thing i like about uh serving alongside our campus pastor jeremy Samplaski. uh when we sit down together and we talk or we plan or we look for uh providing these opportunities for our students we don't put a time limit on it because uh if if we're gonna say who we are, we need to do uh of course what we say and uh you know what what a great time I can't thank you enough for that uh leading us in that all school Easter chapel and you know that's that's gonna be something we do from here on out uh and and so forth um i i'm just I'm just excited uh you know that we get an opportunity to discuss these things and let our stakeholders hear it because I've I've had a few conversations with some families that were, that that was at our all school uh, Easter chapel. And uh, you know, that's what we're here for. And and that's who we are, but, but hopefully coming out of this particular strategic objective, enhancing the effectiveness uh, of spiritual development on our campus. uh, We want to invest time and energy to, to create a discipleship culture that is so pervasive uh, that, that it permeates every aspect of our school, our two campuses and its ministry. Um, we want to multiply prayer. You know uh, That is a goal for us that happens in and around uh, through the school on a daily basis. And, of course, we want to focus on continually strengthening uh, our staff and their faith and, and spiritual discipline and, and spiritual maturity in order that they're better equipped to disciple Uh, Our students, you know, so they're better equipped to do so uh, because at the end of the day, we talk about faith, family, future. And uh, I think when you look at this particular strategic objective and our plan that coincides with it, you definitely see that of faith, family, future. Of course, as we talk about faith, family, future, um, we cannot do uh, what we're called to do at Cottage Hill Christian Academy without the support of that of Cottage Hill Baptist Church. Uh, We are the largest weekday ministry. I I know some of you might get – tired of 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 me saying that but we are the largest weekday ministry of cottage hill baptist church and i'm so grateful for our pastor dr alan floyd uh and all our campus pastors and uh and and what they do on a daily basis for cottage hill christian academy and their prayers and uh you you know just their, their overall support uh so there is an alignment there that that our ultimate goal is to invest in our students not only academically, athletically, uh, in the arts, but, but spiritually, as we, uh, as Mr. Samplaski said a little bit earlier on, kind of just, uh, Mr. Samp, if you don't mind, talk a little bit about what you've seen in your time as our campus pastor of some things that has transpired here, uh, with the spiritual development of our students.
2: For sure. Well, in the last uh, couple of years alone, I mean, we've seen kind of the first fruits of revival beginning, and and this is this is kind of unheard of on on a school campus. But we have had almost sixty baptisms. Now we've had uh, plenty more professions of faith, and, and 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 certainly, if we have students who give their life to the Lord, you know, here through a conversation on campus in a chapel service, and they are involved in a church, they have a church home, uh, then we certainly want to see that student baptized at their church um, under the authority of. Uh, of the leadership of that church and, and where, you know, we know they're going to be poured into and discipled. But, you know, we, we have quite a few students who either attend our church or, or maybe don't have a church home. And so we've had conversations. I've had tons of conversations with parents about we want to provide an opportunity for your student to take that first step in obedience once they have surrendered their life to the Lord, once they have said, I want to make Jesus the boss of my life. Well, we know this. The first step in obedience is to say, I'm going to step out publicly and be baptized. Not the baptism saves you because it does not. But we've wanted to to give students an opportunity to do that in front of their peers, which also I would go ahead and say, that is, that's a bold step to do that in front of your classmates. Uh, it's one thing to do that on a Sunday morning, which certainly is a bold step in church, but but to do that in front of your classmates is pretty incredible. And we've had almost sixty students in the last couple of years uh, through. Man, I think back to to our spiritual emphasis week just a uh, you know two years ago with with what almost 40, 40 in, in in that baptism service that we did. That was one after the other. That was one of the most exciting days of my life. But we've since seen even more of that. And, uh, man, it's just it's incredible. It's incredible what God is doing here on the hill.
0: It's it's really special. And, again, y'all have heard it. I'm an alumni. Um, and just to be able to watch that through that perspective of those things might, like we might not have had 60 Baptisms when I was a student here, but to know that, like, there are teachers and faculty members and parents that were praying then, um, that again laid that foundation for us to see this kind of like sneak peek of revival happening within our walls. Um, so it goes to them because I know that there are people that we don't even know about that pray for our kids, that pray for our teachers, that pray for all of us daily. And those things matter, and those little seeds being planted, we don't think that they might not be making a difference. Um, when we're trying, but it matters because however many years down the road, we can see that come to fruition.
1: Yeah. When you, when you look at us being the oldest evangelical school in the state of Alabama and for 60 years, we've had so many prayer partners and so many seeds have been sown. uh, We were just tremendously blessed and have been blessed over the last couple of years to uh, see this harvest, uh, you know, of, of, of 60 students baptized and over you know, seventy decisions uh, in regards to that, and 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 we get the blessing, you know, in, in regards to seeing that, and then we get to come alongside of our students and continue to pour in and to 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 mentor them, and uh, of course, uh, as we talked about earlier, just continuing to create that of disciples, so disciples can make disciples in, in regards to that. So, um, you know, God and Chill Christian Academy is not a perfect school, okay, in, in regards to that, but we have been blessed. Uh, tremendously over the last 20-plus months for seeing kids come to know the Lord and taking that first uh, step of obedience, a radical obedience, as you said, stepping out in front of their uh, uh, peers uh, and being baptized on our campuses.
0: So, again, I think we just want to thank our stakeholders and our parents um, for trusting us to have that role in their kid's life. Um, I think when someone decides to send their school here, like their their child to school here, they know what they're getting and there's no question about, yeah, we're going to educate your student, but we're also, we're going to pour in them into uh, pour into them in a deeper, deeper way and probably a more important way. Um, again, we want education to be great, but there's something so much more vital to their life than what they learn in the classroom. And um, so we want to thank you for, again, all the people out there that do pray for us and continue to pray for us. And I think my prayer is we don't grow tired. Um, Our grow, unaware of what is happening um, i think we, we've seen it so much over the past couple of years of what's going on but that we don't forget like again this is special and this doesn't happen
1: everywhere galatians 6 9 do not grow weary in doing good in due season you will reap a harvest if you don't faint and uh thank you uh to all the listeners out there for your prayers for 60 plus years of cottage hill christian academy and I think we can go on and on and on and have an hour-long podcast in regards to talking about the importance of this as the educational journey here at Cottage Hill. Uh, But, Mr. Sam Plasky, thank you uh, for joining us today. Thank you for all you do, brother, for our uh, students on this campus. And uh, even when they graduate, you are still pouring in to our students. And, And that is, as I said earlier in the introduction, you don't only talk it but you walk it and uh that is uh evident and and we are a better place because of your partnership with us and and being able to serve alongside you uh and we're just grateful for that and uh Ms. West, thank you for your perspective as an alumni uh, and and all you do for our communications department. But uh, yeah, so we, we can kind of catch our breath now. Uh, we just got through Easter, uh, and then we just got uh, we're in the home stretch of the academic calendar. Uh, but just want you guys know to know that this is important to us, and it will always be important to us here at God of Chill Christian Academy.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of What's Happening on the Hill. At CHCA, we will keep the mission, expand the vision, and demonstrate warrior pride in all we do. Make sure to keep up with all things Kata by following us on social media or visiting our website, chcacademy.org. Kata Christian Academy, where we live out our motto of faith, family, and future. We'll see you next time for another episode of What's
2: Happening on the Hill.